Some people live for the fortune Some people live just for the fame Some people live for the power, yeah Some people live just to play the game Some people think that the physical things Define what's within And I've there before That life's a ball full of the superficial Some people want it all But I don't want a thing at all If it ain't you, baby If I ain't got you, baby search for a fountain The promise is forever young Some people need the desert And that's the only way to prove you love them And in a world on a silver platter But no one who truly cares for me to the R&B and Chill Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 12. We are here in the building again. I'm excited. I'm super excited. If you just, um, if this is your first time tuning in, we appreciate you. If this is your last time tuning in, we appreciate you. If you're in between, we appreciate you too, man. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, 12 episodes in, this is this is, this is is big. We, we, we took a hiatus and um, we're back. You feel what I'm saying? With a new schedule, you know what I'm saying? With just a new attitude, you feel me? So, um, listen, if this is your first time, last time, in between, I don't care. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Um, we're everywhere on all digital streaming platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeart, everywhere um, where podcasts can be listened to, all right? Listen, I am so excited to be back. Um, it's been a minute. 
since I've been with my R&B and chill, the RBC fam. I hope everybody is doing good. Happy Thanksgiving, right? Happy Turkey Gate. Turkey Gate. Wow. <laughs> okay. Turkey Day to everybody. Um, I appreciate, uh, like I said, I appreciate everybody for tuning in, but I hope um, everybody's having a marvelous, marvelous Thanksgiving. As marvelous as it can be, I know, you know, with everything that's happening this year, um, and I know that a lot of people have not or are not going, you know, um, I know this will be released on Friday, so I know a lot of people didn't go to see, you know, their families and everything because, um, you know, uh, basically the CDC, the government has been saying basically, you know, stay in your cribs, you know, make sure that it's not too much contact, you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of us have, have um, really, really got to that sentiment of um, just trying to stay as safe as possible. I know my, I called my grandma today, you know, wish her, you know, call my queens, my grandma, my mom, my auntie, and, you know, just wish them a happy Thanksgiving and everything. My grandma was like, are you coming home for Christmas? Did you cook or not? You know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, I didn't cook this year. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting some food, you know, brought to me or whatever. And um, I was like, I could try to make it home for Christmas. I, you know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm a grandma's boy, right? You know what I'm saying? I think I'm, I'm a bigger grandma's boy than I am a mama's boy. Right, because I'm my own. I'm the only grandson for my grandma. Right, so it's like me and my grandmother have always had like a, a not a closer relationship than me and my mom. But we, it's 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 about that. Right, I think it, it's it's above. It, it's right at that level, you know. And and it was like grandma was like, you not coming home for Christmas? I was like, if COVID, you know, if the pandemic, you know, what I'm saying, you know, allows it, you know, if God allows it, you know. Um, you know, looking up flights and everything, they're mad cheap. But at the same time, um, you know, my aunt is sick. My and my grandmother is sick, but she's recovering from an accident a, a year ago. And you, like I said, COVID. And I told my mom, she was like, "Listen, if you can't come down, you know, what I'm saying it is what it is. You can't come back to Detroit. It is what it is. You know, um, we just we just trying to keep everybody as safe as possible. You know what I'm saying? Um, because it's a real thing. It's been it's been spiking up high as of late because it is that season um we we have been warned uh we were warned in in the beginning of the year when covid you know started taking shape that it was going to be um um a little bit more worse in the winter time because you have influenza season because this is allergy and sinus season and everybody's getting flu shots and whatnot so you know it was just like okay if I can make it, I can make it. So I just hope that everybody's having a great holiday season, as, as great as possible, right? Um, uh, make sure that you, if you didn't go home or if you, you know, you didn't cook, make sure that you call your families and everything. I know when I called my my peoples, it, it gave me a bit of, um, it gave me a lot of uh, just joy, you know what I'm saying? Texting my, you know, texting my best friend, texting my, my girlfriend, texting my, um, uh, texting my boys, you know what I'm saying? Talking to my queens, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like that, you know? So it brought me a lot of joy today, you know what I'm saying? So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I know this episode is coming out on Friday, but happy past Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a great one. Um, but we are back, you feel me? Um, in this episode, we are coming back with probably one of my favorite eras and probably one of the eras of R&B that, that, that gets overlooked. Right. And I think it's because of the Drake effect. Right. It's because of the Drake effect. And I know if you are an R&B head like myself, you are, you already understand that the 2000s. 
right? The 90s and the 2000s R&B was lit. But specifically the 2000s for me personally, right? I, I want to do a, a part one and part two. Um, this is part one, of course, because, you know, we can't fit. I can't fit all of the music, you know, R&B music of the 2000s, you know, whether that be mainstream or, you know, out of the out of the trunk of the car, you feel me, you know, on this list. But these are just some of the songs that I know I was listening to um, because at the time in the 2000s, hip hop was lit. Right. Hip hop was hip hop was everywhere. You feel me? 90s, the 90s brought hip hop and R&B into the fray. But R&B started to kind of fall to the wayside in a, in a sense. Not that it, was, it, it wasn't still good because you had artists like Alicia Keys really holding the, the mantle, you know, of the R&B, you know, of the R&B genre in, in a sense, right? And, and, that, and that's why I started off with her because during the 2000s, I think if it wasn't Chris Brown for real, I was listening to Alicia, right? As an R&B head, I was I, every fucking album to 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 um to this one right or too unthinkable you understand what i'm saying so it was like yo she could do no wrong to me in the 2000s and if i ain't got you it's probably one of my favorite r&b songs of hers to period you know what i'm saying um it's, it's definitely in my top top 20 of R&B, of R&B songs of all time for me, period. Um, it's just because she, she, she has, it's a grit in her voice. You understand what I'm saying? It's a grit, it's a gritty love type of feel when you hear it, right? Don't leave me if I ain't got you. You understand what I'm saying? Some people want diamond rings, some, yeah, but I, I, I don't want none of that. If I got you, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of love, you, you didn't hear that in the 2000s. Right, and I think I did, that song came out in two thousand three. I was, I was down ninety four. I was nine, right? I was nine years old. I remember hearing that bitch on the radio. I was like, "Yo, this shit is lit," right? And the two thousands was literally where I grew up. So all my musical, you know, transactions <laughs> kind of went through the two thousands. You feel what I'm saying? So really, like nineties music was it. But 2000s R&B really shaped who I was, in a sense, right? Like, of course I love 90s R&B. Like, that's probably, if not my favorite era of the, R of the, R of the R&B genre, right? But I can't denounce the 2000s because 2000s R&B was lit for me, right? Because everybody was so on the hip-hop tip, right? Which is, which is cool. I was listening to T.I., all of that. You know, Lil Wayne, all of them. You know, Cash Out Doughboys from Detroit. Shout out to them. You know, I was listening to all of that shit. But the core of me was still listening to Alicia, was still listening to Lauren, was still listening to Aaliyah, was still listening to um, 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 John Legend, was still listening, you know, listening to mad R&B music, even from back in the day. You feel me? So, yeah, man, we had to we had to start it off with Miss Keys and bringing it in for real, for real. So let's get right into it. Another song the 2000s and this one came out right in 2000 this started the millennium right this started the pow pow y2k boom you feel what i'm saying this song right here kind of brought <laughs> r&b into the 2000s right um and this song has iconic value you understand what i'm saying just not the song but the video 
And what D'Angelo did with this song and this video, still to this day, still to this day, gets women wet and in their pants. Like it, 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 it matters not. So let's 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 get into it. six minutes long we not playing the whole six minutes y'all already know how we do we not we not playing on song but i just realized no i'm sorry seven minutes because <laughs> a minute just went by i just want i just want to say that my, my, my bad yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, we get it, right? <laughs> but that song was such a, it was such a, a, a hit, not just, not, you know, not just in that era, but it's been a hit, right? Because if you see through a lot of shows, a lot of people, a lot of artists, you know, still to this day, reference D'Angelo in this song. You feel what I'm saying? And it was one of those sexy songs where, like, like I said, it got women high. It got them like, okay, listen now. Hold up. Now, I remember, I think I remember, uh, yeah, like, the Jamie Foxx show was, like, one of my favorite shows, right? And I remember Jamie, you know what I'm saying? He had to make it up to Fancy, and he did the whole D'Angelo video skit, right? Like, he remade D'Angelo. <laughs> and that was, like, that was comedic. That was, like, some comedic genius to me, but like he he killed it. So it's just it's it's the relevancy of the song, not just the the essence of the song and how it makes people feel, right? But the the cultural relevance of D'Angelo. D'Angelo, like I haven't heard a song, I haven't heard D'Angelo, and and a lot of people will sit here and tell you R&B heads, music heads alike, who know music. After this song. D'Angelo didn't like, he didn't really put out shit for 20 years until he came out with Black Messiah in 2014. You feel what I'm saying? So it was, I mean, damn near 20 years, almost 15. Right? So it was like, well, damn. And he's and he still had the vocal ability, he still had the producing, all that shit. Like he he was still, he was still that man. But it was like 20, 15 years, it was like, damn. He dropped that. And then like 15, you know what I'm saying? Like people. The relevancy to have fifteen years is still relevancy off of what <laughs> one song, <laughs> right? And people know you for that one song, but like love you for that one song. That's lit, lit as fuck. Like he started off for me. He started off the two thousands, right? Like he he brought he brought that that sexy energy from the night uh, from the nineties into the two thousands. Even though you know it was it was it was really about to drastically change, you know. So shout out to D'Angelo. Shout out to you, King. Um. Another song, another song, 2008, right? I remember this. I, rem- I remember <laughs> I remember this, 2008, right? I am, that's 2020, 12 years, I'm 26. I was 15, was I, oh my God, I was 14. 14, was I 14? 12, 13, 14, between 12 and 14. I was in eighth grade, somewhere up in there, right? Like 14 at the time, 13, 14, whatever. As you know, of course, around me, you know, I'm in eighth grade. Kids, as we're kids, we're listening to well, most of most of the people, even my friends, was listening to more hip hop, right? And see, I didn't give a fuck, like to the point where I would I would blast, like everybody's in computer class listening to doing their work and listening to maybe some Ti. Lil Wayne over here, you know, um, I think maybe Nikki would have came out with like her mixtape or something. You know, you, you, you listening to some shit, right? You come over to me and I'm listening to this song. Like, like here's the thing. Jennifer Hudson, Jennifer Hudson with this song was lit. I, I think I played this song out like it was... I, I I I remember playing this song out like literally to the depths. You know what I'm saying? Like every day I came to class when this song hit, because Jennifer Hudson, once she did Dream Girls, I'm like, okay, she she gotta have a record deal coming, right? 
But how do you put such a bold voice like that into a box called a record deal, right? Because, you know, record labels, they don't like bold voices. They like voices they can, like, manipulate and mimic and everything like that. But you can't mimic, manipulate, nor transition Jennifer's voice because it's so bold and it's so dynamic. You know, it's just like Fantasia, right? So at the same time, I'm like, okay, she got to have, she got to come, she got to have a record deal, right? Coming after this, right? And she did, right? Okay, her first album, um, which was her her her, her South Tower album, and so when her single dropped, I played the shit out of it. Right, everybody was like, "Man, you gay as fuck for playing this shit." I was like, "Fuck you!" You feel what I'm saying? I fuck with this song, so let's play it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mind you, this song went number one on the R&B charts too, and I really do believe, no shade though, I really do believe that I had a hand in that, because <laughs> I played this song out, y'all. Like, mind you, I was a romantic at the time, right? We're going to play it again. But I was a romantic at the time, right? I remember I just got my heart broken by this girl, like, my girlfriend really, we just really broke up and shit, and I'm a hopeless wreck, right? Hopeless wreck. I'm mad as fuck, pissed as hell. I don't like talking to nobody about my relationships and shit like that. I'm like 13, 14, my nigga. Like, I'm like, ah, just fuck this bitch. Fuck all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So when she was saying this shit in reverse, in my mind, I'm like, hell yeah. Mother. <laughs> okay, play this song. Play this song. Play this song. Just say my mercy, just say my mercy. 
But listen, I feel like she she bodied she bodied this um she bodied the song she bodied her first album like it was a really good album. Um, honestly, uh, and to take it back, I really thought she was gonna get a record deal after she um, honestly lost American Idol, right? Because she was on American Idol. Um, I think she got like fifth place, right? I think that was the same year Fantasia won, I believe. Don't give me, don't give me the line. But I believe it was the same year Fantasia when she got like fourth place, and then that's when she got cast for Dreamgirls. Then that that went into because she killed, killed all of her singing performances, including the um the one where she was singing to Jamie Foxx. And I'm telling you, right, like that was that song was so such a hit that you heard it on the radio. Like, you heard Jennifer Hudson's version on the radio. I remember going to school. We 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 riding, you know, we riding down in the car and shit like that. And we turned on the radio. And they're like, yeah, we about to play Jennifer Hudson's new single. Um, um, her cover single, her new cover single, I'm telling you, from the Dreamgirls album. I'm like, oh, okay. Right? I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this, it was, it like... That that part of the movie was probably the best musical performance of the movie, right? And so, with that, I didn't think that it was going to make it to the radio, but it did. And so, shout out to Jennifer Hudson, man. You know what I'm saying? I know she's paying David Otunga. I don't know. That's not my business. But 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 shout out to J-Hood uh, for that amazing song to get me... Out of my motherfucking feelings. You know another song? Another person that had, like, who was who was talking shit for real. Because, listen, I was hopeless romantic during the 2000s. Here's the thing. I want, like, I wanted to love on women so bad because I seen how niggas was just treating them. Just treating them like trash. Right? I mean, I knew, I knew, I knew, like, mad. I had a lot of... I had a lot of women friends, right? In a sense where we, it wasn't, it, it was never, and I can say like, in the 26 years I've been living in, in the, like the, I've never tried to make any type of pass at none of my friends for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it no, right? So, going into, you know, this, 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 this era of the 2000s shit, I really wanted to make women feel good. You know what I'm saying? Not just by sex, but like really just showing you like, yo, this is, I'm a different nigga. You know what I'm saying? I might not be the best, <laughs> right? But I'm different. 
I'm, I'm, a, you know, because you had women sitting here asking like, who can I run to? You know, who can the shed is empty space? And I'm like, I can be that. I can be that. But because I was hopeless romantic, I always got shit on and everything like that. So I remember when this song came out, and I remember Omarion leaving B2K and all of that shit, and him going solo. First song that came, that came, right? 2006, I remember this song coming out. And I was like, and I was cold, right? I was cold. I think I just, I think I was just maybe breaking up in a relationship. It wasn't even a relationship. It was just, just something. I was breaking up with my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend at the time. Don't even remember who it was. And I remember she just like, like bye, get out of my face, yada, yada, yada. Didn't even do shit. I was like, bet, bet. And when I heard this song on the radio, my heart turned cold. Very, very cold. Still got relevance, too. All these songs still have relevance. I understand. But go ahead, Omar. Back at it again. I know that it's my fault. You don't understand. I got memories. This is crazy. You ain't nothing like the girl I used to know. Good with mom, good with pop, good with all my niggas. I should try to decide. Wanna let you in, but no. Damn these memories. And it's crazy. You ain't nothing like the girl I used to know. I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. 
brought back memories. Because <laughs> that was that was that, I think that was my first heartbreak, right? As as a as a as a getting into my preteens, that was my first heartbreak and shit like that. So I remember playing this man. I was I was cold. I was a cold mother. And here's the thing, Omarion when he came out was dropping hits. Let me hold you. You know, Icebox. He was dropping mad hits. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm telling you, y'all, like, when this song came out, it was just the perfect song because it was, like, my first official lesson in heartbreak, man. And I was like, man, fuck everybody. Like, I was literally like, fuck everybody. Like, I was like, my heart cold. I don't want to deal with nobody. Fuck everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't trying to hear shit. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Man, Mario really had the song for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's still even a little like me, black men don't get a lot of heartbreak songs, right? We don't get a lot of like a lot of our heartbreak music. If we do get hurt, came in the '90s. You understand what I'm saying? Like I don't see a lot of heartbreak music for men as it as it was back then because I don't the concept of men getting heartbroken. Come on now, that's 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 so far fucking fetched. My God, no, but it happens, right? Whether you, um, you know, whether you like to believe it or not, it happens. You know, good men get their heart broken and then they transform into niggas that you start. To, that's not my business. So let me. Start. But shout out to Icebox, man. Like I said, came out in two thousand six. Was a hit. Like like I said, Omarion during his during his. His uh, solo career and with B2K, he was lit. You know, um, even made a comeback song with Post to Be. So it was like, you know, shout out to Mario, man. Shout out. That was that was a big record. Um, I think we're about to get out of here. I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, we are about to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we could kick it one more time. Um, what I do recommend, though, before we get out of here, is that everybody go watch Hamilton on Disney Plus. Listen here. As I stated on the Devontae's World podcast, I'm not a big Broadway guy. In a sense where I do want to I do want to go see some Broadway shows, but not to say I want to go see some, you know, Broadway's my thing. I love it, you know what I'm saying? But my girlfriend put me up on Hamilton and at first I was I was hesitant. I was hesitant. I ain't even gonna hold you. But when I heard this, it was lit. And honestly, um, I played the album, right? The album is lit too. You feel me? I played the whole Hamilton soundtrack. It's it's a lituation. And I think a lot of us, I, th- I, I, I think you guys just need to go check it out. Just check it out. One time. For me. For me. For me. If you don't like it, cool. Cool. And, I, and here's the thing. I was trying to hate on it so bad. But the music can cap me. So it was like, as as a as a music junkie, particularly R&B, as somebody who loves music, it was like, yeah, that shit is it. That, that shit right there is it. So listen, I appreciate y'all for kicking it with me again. Make sure that y'all follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Spotify. I mean, Spotify, wow. We're on uh, Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us both um, at, um, I'm sorry, uh, the Facebook page at the R&B and Chill Podcast, and you can follow us on Instagram at RBC Podcast. All right, listen, I love you guys. We're going to end on a beautiful, beautiful high note. Rest in peace to Aaliyah. Um, man, such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, 
and we're about to just end it like this all right um make sure that y'all have a beautiful 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 day uh, i'm trying to find this song hold on She's loving her ears, everybody. Hey, my baby, why are you looking so? Give me a chance.